One of the better men's nights last night, didn't we? <laughs> Actually, a couple of us still got together, so had to go out and see Rudy. Ever can't keep us apart, so. <laughs> but we're glad everybody's here. Um, we're uh, pastor obviously isn't here this morning. He's stuck at home, so poor guy stuck in with Joanne. So they're watching. <laughs> we're praying for you, Pastor, but. Uh, uh, we're just going to, cu- just a couple quick announcements. As far as we know, February 5th is ladies' meeting. Um, April and I discussed it, and we hadn't heard any difference, so it's in the bulletin, and uh, somebody can double-check with Lisa if they see her and make sure that's accurate. But if not, we'll tell you next week. But I think February 5th, 5 o'clock here at the church is ladies' meeting. Does anybody need to say anything, announcement on anything else? We're good? All right. Well, let's all stand. We'll have prayer. Go into today's service. Um, if you have any prayer requests you want to make known, go ahead and do that. Good. Okay. Need to remember Sister Judy in prayer. Is there another one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's yes. continue to remember Molly and her family. All right. Uh, remember John. 
All right. And then, uh, of course, remember today's service and uh, Brother Nagel, he'll be bringing the word. So he needs our prayer, so it'll be good, right? <laughs> all right, let's all pray. God, we thank you, Lord, for this morning, God, and opportunity to be here and gathered together, Lord, with you today. Just asking, Lord, that you'll be here in a special way this morning. God, minister as you want to, God, and open hearts and minds, Lord, to receive, God, from you. We're just praying that you would watch um, watch over each one and bless this time together, God. Bless this service, Lord. And these requests that are mentioned, God, we know that you know each need, each heart. God, be with Sister Judy at this time, Lord. We're praying that you would strengthen her, God, work a miracle in her, Lord God. We're just trusting you, Lord, to uh, continue to move and, and to work, God, and, and to to do what only you can do, Lord. We're, just, we're praying for her at this time, God, and Sister Molly and her family with this time of loss, God. We just pray that you would bring peace to them and comfort them, lift them up at this time, Lord. We're just um, praying that you would be there with them, God, walking with them and strengthening them, Lord, and uh, just continue to minister to them during these times, God. And we thank you for these things, God. Remember, uh, uh, John, Lord, that you'll be with him, strengthen him, help him to continue to um, get well, God, and to uh, um, just uh, be able to grow in his strength, Lord. We thank you for all these things, God, and you bless in your name. Amen. Uh, we could get an usher come up. We'll uh, take up the offering this morning. It's third Sunday, I believe. I forgot to look at the bulletin. Third Sunday, so it's an expense offering. So uh, everything you give that's not marked on a check or envelope will go towards the expenses here at the church. So let's let's pray again. God, we thank you again, Lord, and for this time. And just asking that you'll bless the offering, God, and bless... Uh, um, the work here at the church, Lord, that uh, be used as you want it to be, God, and that you will just uh, bless those that have to give, those who do not. Um, we're just uh, praying for uh, the continued work here the, at the uh, local church, God, and thank you for what you've done and what you're continuing to do in your name. Amen.
morning because you are our source of life and strength. Jesus, hold my hand.
times in this last year, God has been with me and held my hand. When I was laying in the middle of the driveway and nobody was around me and it was 96 degrees and I couldn't stand up, God was with me. When Brother Rudy and Sister Faye were stranded with their truck not running in Illinois, God was with them. Sister Sonny, when you were on your own and your brother-in-law came and picked you up, took you to the hospital, God was with you. He was with you. He was with Brian when Steve took him to the hospital and through the days in the hospital. Jesus was with us. He was holding our hands. He was with Brother John at the house there. He's with Sister Judy this morning. Jesus will hold our hand whatever valley we're going through. Whatever place we feel alone, Jesus will hold our hand. a God that knows our names wherever we're at wherever we are at he knows that we're there and he will meet us there pardon me I'm just really dry
Praise the Lord. I think about it. And you probably thought it was going to be crowded walking through there. No, you got to listen to the news. We had to be six feet apart. So that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> and so uh, but God is with us today. And we can feel him. And a lot of the songs there was strength. And uh, I believe we do really need his power. We do need his strength. We do need God. I know they say, we're in, and I say this probably every time, we're in a changing world. But saints, if God is the same today, yesterday, and forever, then he does not change. And we'll find also the Bible says, he does not lie. And so I believe that he is a God that wants to bless us. I believe he's a God that wants to take and uh, change our lives. I believe he also wants to heal. I believe he wants to take and save. I believe he wants to do many things. But we uh, are people that, I believe, look at what we are today. But I believe that if we would just think about it, God is our strength. And prayer is never out of season, is what I would be trying to aim at. Also, we will find out that many times we need a prayer partner. And with Jesus, he holds our hand, and he is our partner. But on lifetime on earth here, many times we need a partner. I think about God as he hung on the cross. We think about his death. But I think about it this way. There was a man that was still near him. And that man needed Jesus. And we will find out he was a thief. He would be what we would call probably no good critter. But we will find out Jesus reached out to him at the last. He won one more soul, as you might say, near the last breath. And so when we think about it, prayer is never out of season. It does not. We give up sometimes on people. But Jesus never gives up on anybody. I think about it, a man by the name of Bell. Is in Pennsylvania, and he was a very elderly man. I would say he was probably 85 years old. He knew Jesus, but uh, he had got away from the Lord. And uh, I went up there and prayed for him. I prayed for him different times, but he was in the hospital, so I went up to pray for him. And he was a guy that never wanted nobody to pray for him. He didn't want to see a preacher. He didn't want nothing to do with God. And so I would be told to go up, and I would go up, and I would pray with him. And so one day I went in a little bit early before some of the others got there, and I prayed with him. And uh, his daughters came in, and his daughters, I went, when they came in, I thought it was a good time for me to leave. And so uh, I started to leave, and they said, aren't you going to pray for Dad? I said, I already prayed for him. And I have prayed many times for him. But I said, I will pray one more time if he asked me to pray for him. If not, I'd already prayed. They didn't really know that. But I said, 
I'm going to pray if he asks me. And so I walked over there, very bad shape, couldn't hardly open his mouth. And I said to him, I said, would you like me to pray for you? And he said, yes, for the first time. I started to pray, and that man opened up his mouth, and he prayed so loud you could have heard it out in the hall. A man that could not hardly move, a man that his mouth was so stuck up with uh, spit and things like that there, and yet he was able to take and have that strength. I remember when I got home, his wife called me, said, my daughter's called and said, my husband got saved. I said, your husband got saved. And the next day, I believe it was the next day, if not, it was two days, he had passed away. But saints, we'll find out a prayer is never out of season. When we need to pray, I believe we don't need to look at the situations, look at the time, uh, look at, well, they're not worth praying for. Uh, get those things out of our mind and think about it. They are a soul. And when we think about souls many times, and I've mentioned this before, we will find a God who said, all souls are mine. We will find out all souls will be at the judgment bar. If they're sinful or if they're righteous, they're going to be. All souls are His. And so we look upon people, let us look upon them realizing that they are a soul. We think about it, at the last time we find a man called Samson, we will find as we look upon him, he was a man who knew how to live and what to do. He was raised right, but we will find out he failed in life. But I like to look at his last prayer. He said, Lord, he said, give me that strength one more time. One more time. And then another thing when I look at it, I look at needing somebody. There was a little boy that was there. And that little boy, he said, lead me to the pillars. And he led him to the pillars. And we will find out that Samson killed more people that day than he ever killed in his life when it come down to the enemy. What I'm trying to say is we need one another. We need a prayer partner. Jesus, we will find he had a prayer partner also. But that their partner he had, he had left 11 of them. It was the time of his crucifixion. I shouldn't say 11 of them. He left nine of them. And we will find that he chose three to take and go with him. And those three, we will find out, they were his prayer partners. If Jesus needed somebody with him to prayer, we also need somebody that we can depend upon and call upon and have them pray with us. But we'll find if you look upon that there, Prayer is something that is needful. And I believe uh, the Bible even speaks for us to have prayer really continually, without ceasing prayer. 
And uh, I sometimes I think about that, and I think, Lord, my mind, I tell you what, I, I, I can be praying, and my mind goes here and goes there and goes everywhere. Uh, so I do stop in the middle of a prayer once in a while, and I say, Lord, gird up the loins of my mind. Bring it together, you know. And uh, he, he will do that. Uh, it seems like that God knows all of us. He knows our heart. He created our heart. He knows our thoughts. He is a God that we can depend upon. Let's think about it, though. There was a man also named Daniel. And as we look upon this here man, uh, we find out he was a praying man. We also find out that God had blessed and he become high in kingship and higher than all the others, in fact. And we'll find that they got together and they thought about it. They said, you know what we ought to do? We ought to get rid of that man. Uh-huh. Well, we will find as you look at it this year, uh, they went to the king and the king says, well, I'll go along with that. We'll stop everybody from praying to any other god. And, uh, of course, we will find out that David, or David, yeah, Daniel, he knew the god. And you say, how did he know the God? Because there is only one God. People can have all kinds of gods that they want, but there is only one God. And we will find that the decree was signed there, and Daniel knew that. But what I'd like to look at is Daniel. Let's think about it here. It says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, that decree was signed. He went into his house, and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he knelt unto his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as he had done before. Now, I look at this here and think about it. A prayer is never out of season. When we pray many times, not running us down, but when we pray many times, we pray because we've got a problem. We, if we did not have problems, tests, and troubles, we would very likely not pray. I prayed for the first time because I knew that I was in a world of sin and I needed Jesus, I needed His help, and I called unto Him and we will find out He answered and I was one of His souls at all times, even though I was lost. He still loved me because I was a sinner, and now I am a child of God. But when we think about this here, he went to prayer, and it doesn't say really how that he prayed, but one thing he did know, and that was that God would deliver him. And I believe the saints, we need to think about that, God is our deliverer today. Without God, you are going nowhere. I am going nowhere without God. 
God is one that is our partner. Jesus, hold my hand. Yes. And every hour, hold my hand. We'll think about this though. He went uh, three times a day. Three times a day he went. Now, he did not open up his windows to show because he did not change his prayer life. He did not change anything. He went in as he usually did. And also, the men that were against him, they went to the window because they knew that that's what, if he changed his prayer, then they would have known that he wasn't tied up so much on that God above. But we will find as they went to the window, they heard him pray. Heard him pray. And so we'll find as we look at that there, the king, they went to him, said, what we do now, you've got to destroy him into the lion's den. Get rid of the guy. And that would make everybody happy. But we'll find that even the king, I like to think about him. He, he mentioned this to him. He said, uh, now, now that, that God you got going to deliver you. He said that twice. Uh, that God, he's going to take and deliver you. But we'll find as you look upon that there, uh, I think conviction came upon him about that time, the king, because of smarting off about God. Because God kind of put a little uh, bit on him and he goes home and he can't go to sleep. He can't go to sleep. Uh, sleep had left him. And the first thing in the morning, he jumps up and runs down there. And we will find out, he said, Daniel, Daniel. Daniel answered him. His God had protected him. But the thing I like about it, sent angels. Sent angels down there to lock the devil to the lion's mouth. And when I said devil, because I think about it, as I look upon this and change it around a little bit in my thought, and uh, I wasn't going to mention it, but since the devil came out, uh, we'll find out the devil is like a roaring lion. And he seeks whom he may devour. And them their lions, they could have broke every bone in Daniel's body. Well, see, the devil will find out he can only do so much. He cannot take your salvation away. We'll find out that uh, if God don't let him, he can't take even uh, this life away. He cannot destroy it. And so we will find that this here devil today that I think about as a roaring lion, we will find our protection is within God, within the angels that come about. But we need uh, uh, somebody that we can pray and hold on to. Daniel held on to, to God. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Now this here is going back to Jesus here. He's the one that spoke to us here. Spoke to Peter about it. And we will find this prayer. It's very important. Because when Jesus was on the cross, they were supposed to be the ones praying. But they went to sleep. But we will find out also he said, pray, pray for temptation. Pray that you won't be tempted. And so when you look upon this here, tempted, we will find 
that they were tempted. God knew all about it. But see, prayer, we will find, as we look around, never out of season. It was a time for them to pray. They had known Jesus Christ and walked with Jesus Christ, but when he died upon the cross, we will find out that when they were walking down the road, uh, later on we they, uh, begin to th- talk about to, to one another, and as they talk to one another, uh, Jesus walks up to them. And first thing they said, well, he said, what are you talking about? They said, well, you must be new around here because you haven't heard about the prophet. See, they had not even, they had already went to the place where they had forgot Jesus and was just calling him a, another prophet. But we will find out, I like to think about it, Jesus being the partner at that time, because, see, he went in, he talks with them, and he begins to talk Old Testament to them. And uh, we will find that he said, finally, he broke bread, said a blessing over it. And they realized who he was at that time. They were so downhearted and so that they had lost everything. They had lost the man that they had loved. But we will find then a joy came within their heart. And that joy began to say, you know, did we not burn within our hearts when he spoke the word? All saints, I'm here to say, we need a prayer partner. We need Jesus with us. But we need individuals also for prayer partners. And so when we think about these here things, prayer is never out of season. Never out of season. We'll find in Corinthians here, in the uh, second, second Corinthians, in the seventh chapter, and uh, it's in six verses. For when we were in Macedonia, our flesh had no rest. Our flesh is important. No rest. Think about it. When you have no rest, what? You become weak. You become uh, maybe one that will say things that you shouldn't say. And uh, Paul had already spoke in 1 Corinthians, and he had wrote kind of maybe a little bit harsh, we'll say, uh, a little bit disturbing. And he was worried about that because things were going on and uh, wasn't going right. And so... Uh, he felt like really maybe he even needed to uh, give a little apology for how he wrote that their letter. But we'll find out. But we were troubled. They were troubled. They needed rest. They had, and they were in trouble. They were really in trouble. They had trouble, but they weren't in trouble. But let's think about it. On every side, huh? without we're fighting within for fear. And fear, we know, is of the devil. He was still fearing about the things that he had wrote, thinking that they might not took it right. And also, when we think about trouble, we find that we don't like trouble. We don't like trouble. Uh, I like to think about it. Nevertheless, God, 
that comforteth those that are cast down. And cast down. Think about that for a while. Comfort us with the coming of Titus. Now, with all the problems they had and the trouble, and they had worked themselves to death, so to speak, they were wore out, and then we will find out they had trouble on every side, and to explain that to you, as we know, if we got trouble on every side, the thing is, what's in front of us, we can kind of leave that alone maybe, because we got this here that needs to be done right away, and we got this that needs to be done, and we got problems behind it we haven't taken care of, and we'll finally get to the things in front. By that time, we will find out that we are troubled. We are troubled because we don't know exactly how to handle things. But I believe at this time you're starting to pray and you're thinking about it. How God is going to do something. Uh huh. And so, what did he do? <laughs> Big God up there with all the strength, all the power, everything. He sent a little man, so to speak, that didn't have much of a, a title. And we will find it was Titus. We need one another. He could have looked at that and said, Titus, go home. But he didn't. Because why? God had sent Titus. And what Paul really needed at that time, because he was looking at Macedonia there and looking at the things where Titus was supposed to be, and he's saying, uh, you, what's going on? And all at once he gives him a, a good report. A good report. And that there give him joy. That give him strength. Sometimes we think, well, I can't do anything. Saints, if you just give your little testimony, to, I am so downhearted, I am so broken up, and somebody comes along and says, you know what happened over here and how God blessed. I get this feeling of that burning within. And when that burns within, we will find that the Spirit of God moving. And when the Spirit of God moves, we will find out there's joy and there's peace. And you'll find that when you get that joy within, what happens? The fear is gone. The fighting is gone. God has won the battle. Everything that was on the right, on the left, and in front. Saints, I'm here to say you've got enough strength that you can say, if it's still there, I'm going to take care of it in the name of the Lord. And you can do it. It's otherwise, saints, we will find out that if we're looking for big things from God sometimes, it comes in a very small way. Very small way. I like big things, yes, but I'm telling you what, sometimes we get too many big things and we will find out that we get to depend on something else instead of God. The small voice sometimes that is spoken from God, it means so much. So much. I also like, and I do, I like to shout. 
I like to see somebody dance in the church. I like to see the Holy Ghost move. I like to see people speak in tongues. But I'm here to say, saints, that will only happen when we get more and more closer to God. And today, when we look at this world that we're living in, this world has got so much to offer. So much to offer. But saints, you know, God has more. God has life. Not just spiritual life, but He has life. Uh Lazarus, we'll find out. He brought him back. He gave him life. Uh He he holds it all. See, and doctors don't hold all that. But our God does. And we will find out that He's got resurrection. How many dollars we got? We could buy that. We could buy it. No, you can't buy it. God has got more for us than what I have ever seen. Somebody was preaching here a while back and it was telling about the things and the miracles in the Bible. And do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? You know, we have a hard time sometimes just believing that there is a Jesus up there. It's hard for me to think that a man walked out on the water. But I'll tell you what, when he walked out on the water, there was another thing happened. There was a man there that walked out too, and he took and reached out and took him by the hand and lifted him up so that he wouldn't go down and drown, but he did walk upon the water. What I'm saying is, it was took to God works with people. God is a people God. In fact, God was a people. He was a flesh at one time. But we'll think about it. As it goes on, I'd like to jump a little bit though to the 28th verse in 11, 20, uh, 28 and 28. Besides these things that are without, I'm just about the things that were out, that which cometh Upon me daily. That wait again. The care of all the churches. I thought about that there and thinking about the heaviness and the hardships and uh, the things that need to be done and the things that are troubling us. We find Paul had all sorts of problems with the world. But even though he had the problems without, the within, I look at the church, we'll find out that as we look upon these things, it was daily the care to all the church. When I looked upon there, also, we will find as it talked about being on the back, As again, a type of, of sheep. We will find sheep a lot of times when they eat the things they're not supposed to eat. We will find that they will go and they will lay on their back. And if they stay on their back, there's only one thing 
and it doesn't take long, that death will take them. And that's why the shepherd goes over and he turns them over. And I thought about that. Sometimes when we think about it, oh, it's just so heavy, and the weight is so heavy, uh, I just can't make it. And you've you got to remember, the good shepherd, he's going to come. And when that shepherd comes, he will take you and set you upright. And when you're set upright, you know what? Things look a lot different. Everything's wrong, everything's upside down, don't know what I'm going to do. But say, when God sets up, removes the problem, we will find out then uh, we've got a partner. And that partner is Jesus. Sometimes we have partners, so to speak, not run them down, don't mean it that way. But we'll find out can't do the things that we need. Can't do. And so what God does, he sends his spirit down. He moves us with the Holy Ghost. And we'll find out that he does a work within that will take care of that their problem. I think about it. It says here, Wherefore, lift up the hand which hang down and the feeble knees. Now, this is not talking about people like me. I'm getting where, you know, my feeble knees and things like this. That's not talking about that. That's talking about spiritually. Spiritually. It says them feeble knees. Take and strengthen them with the Word of God. And those hands that hang down, we will find out, let them lift and praise the Lord. Or let them lift and help somebody else. Help deliver somebody from a problem. Uh, show forth your light. That's what it's really all about. Them feeble knees and lifting up your hand. Showing forth the glory of God. The light. We are a light to this world. We need to show that God is good to me. Even though that I'm 80, almost 80 years old, God is still good to me. And when I think about it, I am a diabetic, and I heard this here the other day, and I thought it was a good thought. You know, somebody went to the doctor, a minister, and he got some glasses. And he put them glasses on, and he could see so much better. So he went home and looked in the mirror. And when he looked in the mirror, he said, you know, I've got to preach Sunday morning. And he was one of those that believed in divine healing. He said, how can I pray for somebody with these glasses on? And the answer came back and said, tell them that the one that heals doesn't wear glasses. See, sometimes we think we got so much and we can do so much, but without God, we can do nothing. Yes. And so then, you know, get out of the eyes now. That wasn't supposed to be in there. But anyway, we'll look at this here. Then get them knees and get them walking. But why? Let us think of it spiritual. And much strength. And make straight pathways for your feet. Make straight for pathways for your feet. Uh-huh. And the way you're going to make that is this way. Every step of the way. And what are you doing that for, though? 
lest that which is lame be turned out of the way. In other words, if you don't take and make it straight, you're going to be a stumbling block. You're going to cause somebody to fail because they are looking upon you. But let it rather be healed. Uh huh. See, so many times as we look upon that prayer, we forget the healing. We, we, we forget. And we think, well, you know, uh, that, that's just the way it is. But go back to the prayer is never out of season. When we walk this way, somebody is following us. When we change the Scripture, somebody is following us. When we do things that we know better, somebody is following us. Well, see, we don't want them to take and be lost. And so you say, well, what are they doing? Christ, our prayer partner, He did pray for the church. And we will find He prayed for us. Well, let us think about it. What was He? He was the light of the world. Okay, now we are the light of the world. We are the one that is making the pathway straight. Because we've got the Word that leads us and guides us. And that Word we will find in Revelation is Jesus Christ. He is the Word. And that light shines upon the pathway. And we walk according to the Word. But when we think about it, others, others, we will find that we need to realize that our testimony is what some people are looking for. If they've never read a scripture in the Bible, your life is being read. We are very important when I think about it, you know. And not that kind of important. No, 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 no. But we will find out that that there is what we are today. To lead others. To take. Don't want to take and leave, leave yet, but I guess well, looking at the clock, we are a clock watcher. But Jesus, he says, you're not going to watch the clock when I come. Not going to watch the clock when I come. Uh-huh. He's going to be one that's going to come like a thief in the night. And you know, they think about it so many people that when he comes, what he's going to do is rapture the church. Well, that's what he is going to do. But you've got it wrong in your mind. Because see, when he comes, he is going to rapture the church. But some are going to be in the fields. Some are going to be sleeping. Some are going to be. And some are going to be. All over, different ways. Some are going to be on the housetop, the Bible says. See, when he comes after the church, we're thinking about, well, you're going to rapture this church together. And we're going to all go together. Well, if he does, we're going to have an all problem. We're going to have to have an altar up there and start praying. 
Because, see, it's not that way. He's coming after a people which is not mentioned too often, but he's going to do it. And that is sanctify the church. Now, I know it's another scripture where it says sanctify yourself. That means setting yourself aside, saying I'm not going to have a part with that there. I'm not of this world. Uh, I'm just in this world. Now, that there is a sanctification, but we are sanctified through the blood of Jesus. And so, see, we need each other. We need a lot of things, but just not knowing how to do everything. Okay, let's think about it. I'd like to just read this scripture, not really thinking too much of speaking on it or anything, but I believe it could be maybe a testimony more than what it is for the message. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always in every prayer of mine. For you are all making requests with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. I believe that we need to think of each other, be thankful, hold up each other in prayer, and make requests with joy. There's things that are sad, so to speak, but the joy of it all is at the end. No matter what happens in this world, how wrong everything goes, no matter how uh, things happen, you got one thing, assurance, that you've got a friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. And we need that there prayer, one with another. We need to hold up our hands. Show forth the glory of God. We need to take, and so many are looking for a different way today, different way. I hear so many different ways taken away. But saints, it's not going to change. It hasn't changed in my 80 years, and it hasn't changed since the beginning. You know, even salvation, sanctification, the Holy Spirit will find it was in the Old Testament. Jesus, did you know there's 66 books here? And he is in every one of them books. So, it is for 6,000 years he hasn't changed according to this word, because he would not lie, then, saints, I'm here to say, let us pray together, let us walk together, and let God take and lift our hands and heal our knees, that we will walk straight pathways, that we will glorify him, 
and he is the light of the world. I wonder about it when I think about it. Do you feel God? If you say you feel God, did you know I can say this in a large crowd and 100% people will hold their hand up and some of them have never been to an altar of prayer. But I'm going to do what others do. But saints, we don't want to do what others do. We want to do what God wants us to do. And what we do what God wants us to do, we'll find out that we'll have a straight pathway and saying, when I get to heaven, I don't want somebody to say, well, hey, you know, if you would have said this or if you'd have told me that, saying, I'm here to say there's one thing about it. Jesus is the one that leads it. Jesus holds our hand. We need a prayer partner. We need each other. And he said, assemble yourself together. And he also called the house, the church, the house of prayer. Saints, we're not going to get nowhere. Must we have a prayer? Let us stand at this time, and you can praise God. You got out 15 minutes early, just about. Don't pray too long, you'll hold it against me. All right? God bless us. Lord, not knowing how to pray really, or what to say many times, I know, Lord, in that hour you said not to take and worry about what we were going to say, because you would take care of it, Lord. But, Lord, as we pray, Lord, help us, Lord, that we will say something that is encouraging. Help us, Almighty God, that we will take a hold of somebody's hand and say, I've been praying for you. Or be able to have a testimony and say, you know what God done for me? And tell them. And that joy will flow within their heart. Saints, we need a stir. We need something that will lift us. We need something that will make us shout. Oh no, saints, it's not anything on this here earth. But I'm here to say there is a God up above and every soul belongs to Him. And I pray, Lord, that You will bless every soul. We give the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank <laughs> you.